When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. What is good, everybody? Welcome to Stats and Cone here on the Gold Standard Podcast Network. I'm Rob Stats Guerrera. He is Grant Cone. Grant, it is a happy Wednesday in 49ers land. Man, can I be in 49ers land for a while? That sounds like fun. Happy Wednesday. Cool. Why? Because they keep winning? I can see that. Why? Because they're going to win the Super Bowl? Yeah, I can see that. Because they're one of the best teams of all time. What does that do for me, Rob? Hey, that's good for business. What do you mean, what does it do for you? That's great. Don't make that face. Don't make that face. Why are you making that face? No, I, no. Hey, I, this has been by far the most uh, interesting season I've ever covered. By far. Best quarterback I've ever covered. Best team I've ever covered. It's an honor to cover this season. It's, it's a wild ride. And the best part, I think, is yet to come. We're going to get to that. We're going to get to how I think Kyle Shanahan has to manage some big decisions down the stretch here in the last three games. Uh, we owe a big shout out to Drew Locke. And the Seattle Seahawks, which we'll do later in the show as well. So there's a lot going on on this Wednesday. I'm interested in how Kyle Shanahan manages things down the stretch, Grant, because the win by the Seahawks changed everything for the 49ers. Because if the Eagles had won that game, then it's very simple for the Niners. It's we got to win every game because we're only ahead of the Eagles because of the tiebreaker. So we can't afford to lose. So if you're hurt, you're banged up, you're on the fence, you're playing. Because we need right. it. Now, because the Eagles lost, the Niners have a game lead on them. Well, more than a game when you go to tiebreakers. But you know what I mean. You only have to win two out of three to get the number one seed. Doesn't matter which two out of three you win. Any two out of the last three victories, Niners are the number one seed. So, for example, 
Eric Armstead, yeah. Javon Hargrave this week. Right. Are they healthy? Can yeah. they play? It's a big game against Baltimore, but not really because it's an AFC game. And again, you can afford to lose one. So how do you manage that? That's a good question, right? Like, obviously, they're not going to punt this game against Baltimore, but would it be irresponsible? Like, if the Eagles had won, it would be understood. All hands on deck. Eric, Javon, you got to play. This game is extremely important. But now it's not. I mean, it is in the sense that you might they might face the Ravens in the Super Bowl, and it's a big game, and it's a it's a big challenge. But ultimately, not that much is at stake. They could lose it, win the next two, get the number one seed. So, would it be irresponsible to tell Eric and Javon you got to play in this game, or would the responsible thing for the organization be to err on the side of caution with injured players this week? I mean, they may they may feel like they don't even have a decision to make, like they have to do that, and I would understand that because. If they rush someone like Eric Armstead or Javon Hargrave back, like Javon Hargrave is 300 pounds. He's a hamstring injury. I'm, no, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm just saying he's a hamstring injury. I mean, like, that's a three-week injury. He's 300 pounds. He's not going to magically come back sooner. So if you rush him back and it becomes worse, and it's and we all knew it was a game you didn't have to win, hard to explain it. Exactly. Chris. Shout out to Jason Tillman. We appreciate you. Chris Waddell says, just dropped in to say one thing. MVP. CMC Purdy debate. Ask yourself if you had to play the Super Bowl without one of them, which are you choosing? Also, Merry Christmas, guys. Love the content. It's an interesting. We're going to do that debate. I can't wait to do that debate. Chris, we're going to dedicate it to you. We're going to, we're going to name a, yeah, a wing in the uh, auditorium for you. You I'm saying you're going to, we're going to name something after you, Chris. Um, But just to finish up on what you were just talking about, Grant, I agree. Like, why, if there's any question at all with Javon Hargrave, if he's not 100% locked in, like full go, fully recovered, you can't play him. You cannot play him. Because even if you lose the game against Baltimore, you're going to beat Washington. The Rams game in week 18 is a little dicier because the Rams look pretty good. Matthew Stafford's playing at a high level. They may be playing for their playoff lives. But I think I would, if I'm Kyle Shanahan, I would say I would rather... Have to, if I have to force Javon Hargrave to play, I'd rather force him with another couple of weeks off to rest in week 18 than I would now against the Ravens in a game that you don't actually have to have. Also, I mean, you could argue that the Niners should be erring on the side of caution with Armstead and Hargrave, regardless of what happened in this Eagles Seahawks game, regardless of what their seating is, because they're a team that can go into Philly and win. They're a team that can go on the road and beat anyone. And what's more important is to have Hargrave and Armstead 100% healthy than to beat Baltimore and get get the number one seed, frankly. So I think this result just maybe allows the Niners to do the right thing, what they should have been doing anyway. And I I would imagine they're going to figure that they're going to be smart here. I mean, they've been on the precipice of winning a Super Bowl for so long. I I don't think they're going to mess this up. I don't think they will either. Now, technically, it's possible that the Niners... So the Niners can lock up the number one seed this week. What they need is they need Dallas to lose. They need the Eagles to lose and they need the Lions to lose. It's unlikely, but because the Niners have the last game of the week, they could, they'll know by the time that game kicks off, if it's possible for them to lock up the number one seed this week. So maybe that factors into it too, right? If, if the stars align and all of a sudden you're like, wait, we're one win away from locking down the number one seed with two weeks to go in the season. Maybe then you do play Hargrave you know maybe then you do push it a little a little bit so I'd be interested to see how those results play out although just 
for the sake of full transparency, it's pretty unlikely that that happens, that all of those teams lose. The Eagles are playing the Giants, for example. So, you know, that's probably not I, happening. I'm accustomed to a hamstring injury being three weeks. So Hargrave missed one. I don't see how he could possibly play against the Ravens. And then, frankly, next week against Washington seems like another game he should miss. And if he's healthy then, maybe he plays week 18. Although, frankly, the Niners might have everything wrapped up and you might give him one more week off or just a few series so he's not rusty. But I could see Javon Hargrave not playing again until the divisional round of the playoffs, mm. assuming the Niners get a bye week. Right, because in the wild card, if they had to play a wild yeah. card, assume he'd be in yeah i would i would assume he'd be there but there's a there's a there's a world where he gets to rest for like another four weeks which would, which would be wonderful josh duran says james bradbury is the nfc's new adopted son did you see on the final drive for the seahawks every completion was on james bradbury <laughs> poor james the word is out debo called it trash yeah um Lettuce 49. Can we ask Kyle this week about Brock passing up open deep post routes? JT O'Sullivan has been pointing it out for a couple of weeks now. It's true. Uh, there's one particular route that for whatever reason Brock hasn't thrown. Now he's made other completions and obviously he's playing at an MVP caliber level, but JT has pointed out that there is one specific deep post route that for whatever reason, Brock always turns down, even though it's wide open. I'll uh, watch the JTO stuff and see what I can do. I loved your question last week when you asked Kyle about Debo without the ball. I thought he gave you a good answer. I and thought I, did too. I thought it was one of the most interesting parts of the whole press conference. So you're like, you're already Someone, out there. We, we, it was on our show, right? Yeah. Someone wrote in and said, Grant, ask about this. And I was like, all right, I'll phrase it this way. And I think it was effective because it kind of got Kyle to buy into the premise of the, like, don't try to act like this isn't a fair point because you brought this up with Christian. Right. You made it a point with Christian. So what about Debo? And I think what they're basically saying is we're trying to make a point. We're trying to make it a point of emphasis. <laughs> we're trying to work on it here. And Kyle, he kind of tried to give Debo a little out by saying, well, you know, he's fully healthy now. And, but yeah, I think it's clear. He takes Debo takes some plays off and let's, let's just be totally real about it. As long as he can make the plays he makes when he's not taking plays off, they're going to live with it because he's yeah. incredible. And that's just the way Randy Moss said it out loud and everybody got mad. I play when I want to play. I just think it's funny how what Brandon Ayuk did something when he was younger. Like maybe he didn't run clear out routes hundred percent. And so he got pretty much shelved, wouldn't get targeted, had to split playing time with people like Trent Sherfield. Debo Samuel really loves it when he doesn't get the ball and the Niners are like, Hey Debo, could you please try a little harder? We would really appreciate it. We don't want, Hey, we don't want to push too hard though. It's so funny. But I guess, I mean, I understand he's so good with the ball in his hands. You don't want to, like, antagonize him. I, as long as you're... You just want to antagonize Brandon Ayuk, right? I mean, I, I'm sorry. I don't get that. Yeah, that's a fair uh, yeah. comparison to make. But I just think that Debo is so damn good. Debo's best is better than Ayuk's best. Would you agree? I think Debo, Debo's best might be better than anyone's best other than Tyreek. It's... It is wild when it's going good. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Josh McClung, YouTube channel member for four months. Thank you very much, Josh. If you want to become a YouTube channel member, it's less than $3 a month. You get custom emojis, you get membership badges, you get priority comment response. And if you want to pay an extra dollar per month, you'll get access to our 49ers and five before it goes public. As soon as it's done, you will get access to it. So please consider supporting the channel. We always love people to do. Yeah. Shout out to you speakers. <laughs> New member fist pump. Uh, Josh McClung says, what's the possibility of Purdy and Christian McCaffrey getting co-MVPs? 
co-MVPs on the same team. Not bloody likely. Sorry. Yeah, I agree. They're more likely to split the vote than to get co-MVPs. Now, if Tyreek Hill can't play for another week and Dak throws up another stinker, maybe that becomes more possible. I don't know, but I think it's pretty unlikely. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like if – you. I, I want to do this debate later. I read an article by um, Ethan Strauss, who writes House of Strauss, who's usually a basketball writer out here in the Bay, but he's dabbling in football. He's really smart, and he contributed to this MVP debate. So I'll, um, now that I've shouted him out, I'm going to steal liberally from his article. <laughs> Pretend it's my idea. No, I'm, I'm, it's, it's, go read it on Substack, House of Strauss. But anyway, we'll talk about this debate later. Tyreek Hill factors in too. I mean, he's having a phenomenal season, and you could argue – he's the best player in the league. Um, and I think if we're going positional value, we have to acknowledge that wide receivers are more uh, valuable than running backs. So that's w- one thing that he would have over Christian McCaffrey. Anyway. But I think the fact that he, one, he missed the game, obviously, but two, the True. fact that Jalen Waddle went nuts against a great pass defense in the Jets hurts yep. Tyreek Hill because everyone said, well, look at their offense without Tyreek Hill. Without Tyreek. Yeah. So now it's like, well, maybe it's just Mike McDaniel. Maybe it's McDaniel. I don't know. Maybe it's McDaniel. Yeah, we'll see. Chris Maldonado, YouTube channel member, says, just got back to Colorado Springs. That Arizona game was freaking awesome. It was like a home game for us. They were pumping noise through the speakers just so the cards could get some noise. Any word on Sue or Ertz? Yeah, the, the Sue or Ertz like, news is just kind of dried up, and especially Ertz. He's been out there for longer than, well, I guess Sue's been out there all year now that I think about it, but you know, it, it like heated up for a minute. And now I don't know. We're just waiting, I guess. Have you heard anything about either one of those guys? I haven't heard anything. I, I would imagine the Niners are interested, but they're probably not particularly interested. And maybe they've offered them like the minimum. And because the, the Niners probably feel they have leverage. Like, why should we bend over backwards for you? We're going to win the Super Bowl. We don't <laughs> need you that much. Like we could use a little depth. But we don't freaking need you. So if you want a Super Bowl ring, here's the minimum contract. And I, I don't know, I wonder if that happened with, like, Jason Verrett. Like, they offered him a spot in the practice squad, and it took a, a month to wrap that up. They might have drove, like, a real hard bargain. Like, hey, man, here's $8. What do you want to do? Something like that. And he's like, all right, man, I'll, I'll play for free. I want the ring. Let's do it. Why wouldn't Maybe you? Maybe Zach Ertz will make that decision eventually, because you're not going to get any targets on this team, Zach. <laughs> what? Not throwing I mean, to you. It's like seat warmers, right? If you could get the dealer to throw them in, Great, but I'm not paying yeah. money for him. No, Chris. Although, Waddell. although, although the uh, the little thing that heats up your seat in the car, mm-hmm. or like the steering wheel warmer, it's a choice. See, quite never, nice. It's kind of this kind of thing like Ferris Bueller would appre- would appreciate. It's so choice. I highly recommend so choice. Yeah, uh, Chris Waddell says on the touchdown over Adams. Debo said himself he wasn't running hard because he didn't expect the ball to come to him. Yeah, he's well, he said he didn't, it would be open and he said the plan was to kind of rope a dope them a little bit, but also like maybe it wasn't and he's just saying that who the hell knows. It just sounds like he was not one or two or maybe even three in the progression. And that's one of the things that's so elite about Brock Purdy is he doesn't he just intuits where the opening's going to be. He he is, anticipates it, whatever you want to whatever verb you want to use. He's good at it. He's really good at it. He's really good at it. Yeah. And, and that's like the most important thing on this team. If you have these weapons and this coach, one or two players are going to be open on every pass play. So your quarterback just needs to be able to find the dude and throw it to him accurately, quickly. 
hey, this guy can do all three of those things. And maybe like avoid a couple sacks every game because you got Colt McKivitz and Spencer Burford protected for you. And he can do that too. So what more do you need from a quarterback? Oh, and he's cheap. Cool. Perfect. It's perfect. It's ridiculous. Perfect storm right yeah. now. That's why the Niners. When, look- when they isolate the, the, the traits they need at their quarterback, it's like super duper available, cheap traits. And maybe they'll decide to give Brock Purdy $50 million, $500 million one day. Or maybe they'll decide like, you know what? A lot of guys can do this. Oh, they have a long time to figure that out. They have a long time to figure that out. Because if they give a quarterback $60 million a year, that changes their whole roster structure. Right now, they have this roster where, yeah, Brock's great, but a lot of quarterbacks would look great on this team. It be, great. The job becomes different when you pay the quarterback money because you, uh-huh. you got to nail your draft picks. You have to because that's your cheap labor. That's your opportunity to get guys whose performance so outpaces their salary. And No one nails all their draft picks, though. That's the problem. That's why it's very don't. Look at the Chiefs. The Niners. The Chiefs are struggling right now. Because they, they tried. Kelsey and nothing else on offense. You have yeah. Sky Moore didn't exactly replace Tyreek Hill. <laughs> no, he right. absolutely did not. Yeah. Too much sauce says the best San Francisco linebacker, Takeo Spikes, Patrick Willis, or Fred Warner. Oh, no disrespect. Takeo Spikes is in the conversation. <laughs> no disrespect. He's in the team for a few years. If you're talking best neck, it's Takeo Spikes for sure. I don't know if you've it's ever Patrick Willis. Yes. The answer is Patrick Willis. Okay. Fred Warner is like a modern linebacker. He's great in coverage, particularly zone coverage. He's like the best I've ever seen at the middle linebacker position. But it, that's like one of five aspects of the position in terms of like running and hitting and blitzing and stopping the run. Forget about it. Yeah. Patrick Forget about it. Was yeah. just fast, if not faster than Fred Warner. And he could smash the hell out of you. Just scary. I mean, you look what happened to Fred Warner this last week when you took away Eric Armstead and Javon Hargrave and he didn't have as much protection up front. All of a sudden, he was kind of flailing all over the, the field and they gave up almost 250 yards on the ground. I don't know. I, there might have been a game where the Niners gave up 234 with Patrick Willis on the field, but I just don't remember it. They did not look good, the front seven. And I, like you said, they were missing some people and that's definitely part of it. But I also saw a tweet from Kyle Posey of Niners Nation who pointed out 16 missed tackles last week, 14 the week before, and 12 the week before that. So Patrick Willis didn't miss tackles, man. He ran you down. And he, like, whispered in your ear as he took you down, like, you thought you were going to get away from me, didn't you? You thought you were going to get away from me, didn't you? (laughs) He wasn't, like, diving for ankles out there, man. He was running through you. Patrick Willis, best linebacker I've ever seen. I don't know. These kids, kids these days don't remember, don't know. Go watch Patrick Willis. And part of it was he was on bad teams for a little while, too. So, you know, he got lost. Oh, yeah. That's the thing with him, Vernon Davis, Frank Gore. They were not necessarily helped by their scheme or supporting casts. And they were still great. ESPN.com has a huge Frank Gore story right now, uh, all about Frank and his son and Frank's career. Then they go into some depth. Frank played one game with his last game with the Jets. He had a lung contusion. No, didn't matter. He's staying in the game. 39 years old. Like, absurd, just ridiculous Frank Gore stories. You should go and check it out. Lung uh, contusion? Yeah. yeah. It's like a car accident injury. Uh, Brock Purdy's yeah. ball says MVP voting went to ranked choice last year. Yes, it did. So you that a lot of guys could give Purdy an MVP vote, but maybe they give him a second place vote because they give the first place vote to Tyreek Hill. So it's it becomes the system now where, 
you know, uh, your first place vote gets X number of points. Your second place vote gets this number of points. And then they add up all the votes and whoever wins that wins the award. Thank you, Brock Purdy's balls. (laughs) That was very. Chris Waddell said that play of Willis running down the Cardinals wide receiver to the sideline was amazing. Yeah, I think that was Willis's rookie year. You can Google it or uh, YouTube it. I've watched it. Not now. This is our time. But you can Google the play and receiver for the Cardinals catches a pass and Patrick Willis comes from like the line of scrimmage and chases him down like 50 yards down the field. It was just absurd. He was so fast. I've never seen a, a linebacker move as fast as Patrick Willis. In, and his story is incredible. Uh, yeah. Didn't have like running water as a kid. You know, grew up very poor circumstances. Just unbelievable mm-hmm. story. Uh, let's get to the question from Chris Waddell from earlier. MVP uh, debate, Purdy and Christian McCaffrey. If you had to play the Super Bowl without one of them, which are you choosing, Grant? I know who I'm choosing. Uh, without one of them, obviously, it's got to be the running back. I mean, it's just football. And as great as Christian McCaffrey is, he's pretty much an elite running back in every sense. There's nothing he doesn't do well. Well, you can't say that about Purdy. There are certain limitations to Purdy's game, obvious ones. And with McCaffrey, there are no limitations to his game. Best running back, best offensive weapon in the league, potentially. But he's a running back. He's a running back. And the Niners have other good running backs, including Debo Samuel. Uh, You could see we haven't seen it yet but you could conceivably take christian mccaffrey out still have plenty of weapons plenty of defense and an mvp quarterback you take out purdy and all of a sudden you're on third and seven you're asking hey sam make a play like no absolutely not and this is the point that ethan strauss was making in his article like football is very like if you compare it to basketball basketball there there's all these possessions and they're all essentially the same i mean you have an opportunity to score two three four points um in the nine in football, like third down is so much more important than the other downs. It, it it determines whether you keep your drive going or not. And there's only so much a running back can do on third down. You look at Christian McCaffrey; he's good in short yardage, but as a receiver, he has five first down catches this season. Five, like that's just he can't. A running back just can't make that kind of an impact on third down. But Purdy can, freaking Purdy can, and he's not throwing. He's just not. It's not like checking down to McCaffrey every time on third and seven. No, he's throwing to. Ayuk passed the sticks. Jennings passed the sticks. Debo, Kittle, like that is Purdy, and he's way better at it than Jimmy. I mean, it, that's really where he shows his value. So yeah, it's it's Purdy, man. He needs to be the MVP. I would agree. Uh, as as good as Christian McCaffrey is, quarterbacks affect the game more than running backs. Even all time great running backs like Christian McCaffrey, they don't affect the game as much as your quarterback. He's the only guy other than the center that touches the ball on every single snap. You know, if you have a bad offensive line, it can be tough for a running back to do anything. But we've seen Brock Purdy with shoddy pass blocking a lot of the times. Like that play last week, that long touchdown pass to Christian McCaffrey, right? A a pass that maybe some other running backs wouldn't be able to catch and get up and run for a touchdown. Purdy makes the play happen because Jake Brendel gets destroyed off the snap. There's pressure right up the middle. And Brock doesn't even finish his drop and spins out of it, rolls to his left and finds McCaffrey. Brock makes that play. Even as good as McCaffrey is with the catch and all that stuff, none of that can happen unless Brock avoids the rush, rolls out and makes the throw downfield. So to me, it's Brock. I, I If I had to choose one or the other in the Super Bowl, I want Brock in there. Um, absolutely. I, I'm just looking up some numbers real quick. Brock, mm-hmm. number, uh, Brock pretty splits. 
So on first and second down, which is really when the, where the Niners, every team should be thriving because that's when you have uh, deception. Are you going to run? Are you going to pass? Don't know. Defense is on its heels. He's great. 121 quarterback rating on first down, 126 on second down. On third down, it's just a, it, the defense all of a sudden has the advantage. His quarterback rating is still 104. Ooh. Five touchdowns, one pick. I mean, I, I wanted to look up like where he ranks just in terms of third down passer rating, but that you can point to right there is him being his value. That's a, that's a pure passing down. There's not much Kyle can do to, to, for him on that down. People have to get open. He has to create enough time in the pocket behind bad pass protection and make anticipatory throws down the field. Like, it's hard. We saw Alex Smith basically turn that down for a long time. On this. He's like, eh, I'm going to throw a pick. I'm not doing this. I'm checking down. A lot of quarterbacks are like, I don't want to do this. I'm going to get benched if I try to actually convert this first down. Brock is so not like that. He's really good. He's really good. And that's when you face the toughest, most exotic defenses. Also, third down. If yeah. you're watching on YouTube right now, I just threw a chart up on the screen from uh, Computer Cowboy on Twitter. The x-axis on the chart is your pass protection, and the y-axis is your EPA per play, I believe. Uh, yeah, EPA mm -hmm. per play. And if you look, Brock Purdy is not that far on the X-Act. He's in the bad pass protection area of the chart. And yet his EPA per play is still higher than anybody else in the league by a lot. So that tells yep. you he is thriving despite shaky pass protection. Yeah. I don't know. We saw a glimpse of Sam Darnold in that game last week. He's not Brock Purdy. <laughs> Brock Purdy has this calmness about him. He makes everything look so easy. And maybe that's party, partly why people think anyone could do what he does on this team. But then Sam Donald comes in and he's got this frenetic injury and uh, energy. He's missing throws high. And you remember like, oh yeah, like that's the same damn Sam Donald I've seen a million times. And you remember what Jimmy Garoppolo looked like on this team. So jittery when he had to throw, the, when he had to hold the ball for more than a second and a half. Yep. And then you appreciate, yeah, like the fact that Brock makes it look easy is part of, is part of what makes him good. It works against him because he does make it look yeah. so easy that people think it is easy and it's not. Lettuce 49 says, I choose Purdy over CMC after seeing Sam Darnold throw that one pass. Yeah, a lot of people have uh, pointed that out. Uh, Fafita says, it's more crucial for Brock Purdy to get MVP than CMC because that'll give him some background cred for the hating sports media. Christian McCaffrey is already well-established. Yeah, I do feel like if he wins the MVP, you can't really call him a game manager at that point, right? No, no, no. And just because he can manage the game doesn't mean he's just a game manager. I mean, Kyle right. Shanahan put it, he said it, right? He's like, look, he has made so many plays for us the last few years, if you actually watch. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. He doesn't look like a playmaker, but he makes plays every week. It's remarkable. The term game manager implies that's all you can do, that you can't make plays. That's why it doesn't apply to Brock, because yes, he manages the game well, but also does the other stuff that those other guys you're talking about do so well. Uh, Mike Baker says great athletes make things look easy that are not. As we've talked about with Brock, he absolutely does do that. Yeah. Leo says, is it bad that I'm not rooting for Brock's MVP campaign? Because I don't want him to have leverage on the team come his contract renewal. I think that's Uh, that's over with. That's over with. Back up the Brinks truck. He's getting paid. Yeah, he's going to get paid. Um, but he'll give the Niners a discount. Yeah, right. His agent's going to be real charitable. I, I don't know who his agent is. Uh, I'd be interested. I'll find out. He's already got to be taken. I'm sure that agent is already putting together the full, the binder, right, of all the reasons why you've got to pay this guy. And look, the Niners. I mean, if he's worth if he isn't, there's going to be eight other agents who are that'll call up Brock and be like, yo, your agent sucks. Let me work with you. So, right. yeah, his agent is a guy named Kyle Strongin. S-T-R-O-G-I-N. Kyle Strongin. And let me just say this. It is a dirty game. If you think that there are people, there are not agents out there that haven't reached out to Brock Purdy, hey, maybe switch to me. I'll get you paid. Look at this contract. Yeah. I got this guy. Yeah. That has absolutely been happening, I am sure. It's not supposed to happen, but I... I'm guaranteeing you that it has. Like it's not the agent's job to go to Brock Purdy and be like, "Hey, man, you should give the Niners a deal, man. Give him a break. I'm a big Niner fan. I think it would help their salary cap structure." His job is to be like, "I'm going to get you every freaking cent that you deserve, plus." And if I don't fire me, man, because that's my job. Not from the Niners. I'll get it from somebody else. Yeah, that's right. That's right. I don't know if it was Peyton Manning or Kobe Bryant, maybe both. They said, it's not my job to manage the salary cap. It's your job. It's my job. I like to get that. The most money. Yeah. They're right. They're absolutely right. It's also not my job to negotiate. It's my agent's job. And he's good. Yeah. And he has one goal. <laughs> Brother Bob. Yeah, I'm on later today. Yeah, I'm on later today. One o'clock with Larry, six o'clock with Jesse. It's a Mondo day. Because the Niners don't practice today. They yeah. play on Monday. So instead of Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, it's Thursday, Friday, Saturday this week. He's got a little uh, a comment at the end there that I've seen a lot of 49er fans say, enough with the MVP. I want the Super Bowl win. You can have both. You don't it's have December. to choose between either or. Obviously, if I had to pick one, we know which one we would pick, but we can have both. I want all the nice things, Grant. And this, uh, this is not a lot to talk about with the Super Bowl right now. Like, yeah, they're probably going. They haven't made it. They have to go through the NFC first. We don't know who they're going to face. Like, we can't preview that game just yet. We'd love to. Right. Brother Bob. And we may be seeing a preview of it on Monday. We but, may be. Which is, you know, just giving me horrible flashbacks to 2012. But we don't need to drive down those memories just yet. Uh, Chris Waddell is back. He says, Brock also leads the world when under pressure. Defenses can sell out to stop a running back. There's sellout to shut down a good quarterback. There's no sellout to, shop, to shut down a good quarterback, maybe, I think is what he meant to say. And yeah. Brock, Brock is good when you try to blitz him. You try to send people. He's proven he eats against the blitz. So I don't know. It's, it's why he's so valuable. All I want to say is with this MVP debate and this, like this is a crucial week for the 49ers because if you think about it, whoever wins this game this Sunday is probably going to win the MVP. If the Ravens win the, this game on Sunday, Lamar's going to win the MVP because people are going to say like, Oh my God, 
beat the 49ers. <laughs> what an accomplishment. So, I mean, if the Ravens win, you could have Lamar as the MVP. John Harbaugh is the coach of the year. There's a lot at stake in terms of perception with this one game when really there's not that much at stake. Like we said at the beginning of the show, the Niners could lose this game, win the next two, get the number one seed, face Baltimore in the Super Bowl, and destroy them. That could absolutely happen. Yes. Well, I mean, look, we've seen the 49ers dominate the Rams in the regular season and lost to them in the NFC Championship game. So, But they're at home. They have an extra day to prepare. Right. It would and, behoove the 49ers to win this game. And getting the number one seed, think about it, what it would mean for them just from a scheduling standpoint, right? So you're at home this week against Baltimore. You have one more road game across the country in Washington on New Year's Eve. And then you're home against the Rams to close out the season. If you get the number one seed, then you're home for the divisional round. You're home for the championship round. And you have a short trip to Vegas for the Super Bowl. Like, if you get the number one seed, you're traveling. You're almost done traveling for the year. I want to say something. I want to look way ahead to the Super Bowl. Okay, so last time the Niners were in the Super Bowl, it was where? Uh, I don't remember where it was in 20. Miami. Oh, okay. Okay, quite a place to party. There were some rumors that maybe some of the 49ers were a little, you know, not lost in the sauce or too much sauce, but just were sort of like, Enjoying lights. Yeah. And so now you got Vegas. Man, how serious is this team? When they go on the road, Kyle Shannon has them stay in like West Virginia and stuff like that. He's like avoiding the, <laughs> he had to say to the Air Force Academy one time. Like, we're not socializing. Okay, you're in Vegas now for a whole week. It didn't go great in Miami. What's going to happen? Have you guys, are you guys, are you the fourth oldest team in the league? Kind of focus are you going to have? You haven't made it yet. But that's that's a factor. I didn't hear that rumor. How have I gone all this time without? I ever- heard a rumor from a birdie that there was some, I don't know. Shenanigans. I don't know. Uh, I don't know about shenanigans, but just certain players not being fully focused. Mm-hmm. Well, that, there goes my smile. Uh, Fafita's back says they couldn't win the game, uh, the NFC Championship game with just CMC and Brock out. They smacked the Eagles this year with Brock back in. Brock is more important MVP. Yes, it wasn't just the fact that Brock was out. They also ran out of quarterbacks. So I don't know that that... Well, Josh Johnson wasn't doing nothing. And frankly, sorry, Josh, uh, Sam Darnold, from what we saw the other day, he wasn't going to beat Philly in Philly last year. I don't think. Trash. Like, Haberman and Middlecoff are sitting there like, well, when Brock was out, I was kind of excited to see Sam Darnold. Why? Why? I was kind of interested too. Like, is this going to look any different from the Sam Donald we've seen for years and years and years? And the answer was a resounding no. Why would you think it would be? He is who he is at this point. Because Kyle told us, and a lot of us want to trust him because he's so smart. Sometimes I feel like he's just saying things to make people feel better. Like, I don't remember. I don't know. What the Sam Darnold you saw Sunday was the greatest thrower of the football that the 49ers have ever had. Remember Matt Mayoko said that? And Kyle kind of backed him up a little bit. Like, yeah, that's a thing that people said. He's not even. I don't understand that at all. The, the Niners gave this dude like what? Five million dollars. Why? I, for what? What they really should have done, should have did, should have done, should have did is just draft another quarterback on day three would you not do that you should do that every year you're good at it you like invented it do it i think they'll you know what you want well they're gonna have to draft one this year because sam's a free agent again yeah so you're gonna need don't sign a freaking vet like bring in another guy like that 
I don't Bird know. Creature says, do you think that Brock will accept an Otani type of pay structure? Do they do deferred money in football contracts? I actually don't. I don't know that they do deferred money in football contracts. I don't think Maybe. it is. I don't think they do. I think somebody would have done it by now. Like we would have heard about it by now. Yeah. Um, Brother Bob says, I don't want MVP if there's no Super Bowl win. Big facts. Yes, obviously. Of course. I, I don't think that's controversial. Big like, facts. The Super Bowl is not the- little facts. Right. Not medium-sized facts, big facts, all caps. I'm with you, man. Yes, winning. Greenlaw, the- little decorum, Bob. So my, so he used to be brother MF and Bob. Yeah. But my dad got like all serious about him about it yesterday and was like, "Could you have a little decorum, please?" People are watching this, so he was like offended, and uh, so now he changed his name. Thank wow. you, brother Bob. Appreciate that. Uh, Brian Culp, YouTube channel member, says, "Shout out to Quality Control. It's working." Yes, thank you for it's your really the story of the season, the <laughs> the uh, integration. Of quality control and football operations better than ever. If we just listen to Grant for all these years, right? I think that that's what this it's not is. like that. It's uh, no, I don't want to paint it like that. Quality control has all the answers. It pushes the right buttons. It's different. It's different. Quality control doesn't have to be right. Kyle has to be right. What quality <laughs> control has to do is get the best out of Kyle. And if that's telling him he's not the best or he's not doing something right, or he should consider doing something differently, Whatever it is, all I know is that quality control, whoever that is, has been pushing the right buttons at the right time. And and, and the results speak for themselves. Uh, Fafita says, we all know Brock is such a humble guy, but will he be humble and take a lower contract that he deserves to help the team? Money changes people sometimes. I don't... Who said Brock's humble? Pardon. Right. Who said Brock's humble? And what's... What? He's not humble. he's He's a professional quarterback. They all have healthy egos. And I'm not saying in a bad way, but like humble, humble how? Because he went to a farm, <laughs> he rode in a tractor. Have you met uh, Brock Purdy? Like Brock Purdy believes in himself. Have you heard him talk about himself? Yeah, he's humble, kinda. Don't Brock Purdy should take no discount whatsoever. Take no. nothing, absolutely no. nothing. Hell so, no, no. Let's set that no. expectation. He's taking the discount now. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. Right. That's exactly right. He's underpaid right now by a massive, massive amount. You are already it's getting the way the he dresses. It's like a statement. Like, don't expect me to dress up or <laughs> I have a freaking roommate. Okay. I'm, I'm budgeting. I went right. to Kohl's. I might splurge and go to H and M later this month. JC Penny collection. Uh, Garrett Breeden <laughs> says Lamar is a little bit overrated. In my opinion, Purdy's a better pure quarterback who throws as a better ball. Brock Purdy's What's not better pure quarterback. Brock Purdy's not bad. I love when people throw the word pure before like a position, like a better pure point guard, pure quarterback. What does that mean? Lamar has the ball in his hands. He can beat you in a lot of different ways. All the ways count when you lose because his record's really good. So he's not a pure, whatever. Call him what you want to call him. Just you lost. Yeah, Lamar is better than Brock. And that doesn't mean Brock's not good, but Lamar is unanimous, the youngest unanimous MVP in the history of the NFL. That's Lamar we'll he can run. See, I just think if the Niners called up the uh, the uh, the Ravens and said, "Well, one for one swap, Purdy Lamar," they'd be like, "Well, Brock's no. a lot cheaper." But mm-hmm. if you take, the, I'm just saying, take the contracts out of it. Compare them as players. Lamar is better. Lamar is awesome. He's so freaking good. I'm I'm so nervous about the game Monday. He's just oh, he's such a threat. He's like Mahomes in that he squeezes every drop of possibility out of every play. There's never a play like with that. where he just drops back and he's like, "Up, oh, it's not there. Let me throw it away." There's nothing that doesn't exist with him. No. I like the way you put that. Squeezes every drop of possibility out of every play. That was really well put. 
Thank you. And that's exactly what I like watching about him. And I think, frankly, I think Purdy has a lot of that too. Yes. Absolutely. He has a lot of that too. Jimmy Garoppolo would, I mean, once he figured out, you, once he learned the rule that you're allowed to throw the ball away, man, he was all about that. <laughs> Should right. I leave him alone now? Is it is enough enough? It's just, it was, the I'm more sorry. we look back on it, we're like, it was so bad. It was, and we weren't hard enough, man. Like we were always like, can I respectfully say that Jimmy Garoppolo isn't as good as people think? Like, nah, man, we should have been saying that from the mountaintops. Like the Ricola man, Ricola, Jimmy Garoppolo, fraudulent. Jimmy sucks. He couldn't even last half a year as a starter without Kyle. Nah, if we had said it louder, maybe the Ra- the Raiders wouldn't have given him $73 million. Like yeah. for what? Just for who? <laughs> Chris Waddell says Lamar for MVP yeah. is dumb. Production isn't even in the same ballpark as Purdy. Um, he'll he will get love though for MVP if if the Ravens beat the Niners on Christmas. You're absolutely he's fifty six right. and nineteen in his career. He's only lost one game to the NFC ever. What? Right? It's and that's the thing with the Niners too. Like man, they're a juggernaut, right? Yeah, they're nine and one against the NFC. They're two and two against the AFC. So this is the best team the AFC has to offer right now. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to see what this looks like. This Baltimore team is way more physical than the most physical team in the NFC, other than the Niners. Like, way more physical than Philly. Oh, yeah. 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 And they're physical. Way better than Philly. They have versatile linebackers. They have a Kyle Hamilton, who's a safety, who's a freaking terror back there. Like, Hell of an offensive line. I think if you had to construct the team to beat the 49ers, it's the Ravens. That's why the game on Christmas is going to be so much fun. Uh, Chris Waddell says, funniest thing Stats has ever said, talking about Darnold working with Ward. It makes sense because he's great at throwing to defenders. Yeah, that was my joke about Sam Darnold. It's like he's completely comfortable throwing passes to defenders, so good on Mooney Ward for for hooking him up. You know how Brock has all this um, inner confidence that's just perpetually surprising? Sam does it. <laughs> Sam doesn't have that, and he's on the field. It's like, buddy. Right. Sam doesn't even believe Sam. Take it easy. Take it easy, man. Like, Brock makes it look real easy. Relax. Well, so you mentioned Drew Locke a little while ago. And by the way, Brother Bob, Mm. stats, not every take has to be controversial. I roll. Well, then come with better takes. What can I tell you, Bob? Sorry. Um, You mentioned Drew Locke the other night. After they beat the Eagles, he gives this awesome post-game interview, and he talks about how, like, he kind of doubted if he could play anymore and he was so pumped up and so excited because he kind of proved that he could play. Like he still had the belief that he could do it. I don't think Sam has the belief. I think Sam is out there. Like I should be able to do it, but I don't know. We'll find out. Brock obviously has that belief and drew lock apparently still has it too. Yeah. I feel like, you know, he he started off playing his career for Vic Fangio and I don't know what happened. You play for a kind of an, anal defensive coach a lot of times they kind of turn you into a game manager hey buddy we don't trust you check the damn ball down as you see with drew lock is a great arm he can really sling it down the field and i don't know what they're doing in seattle but it seems like they've built up some of his confidence pete carroll isn't a particularly good coach but he's not going to kill your confidence and now it seems like this is the next young relatively cheap quarterback who could start like imagine if seattle had just said, Gino, thank you so much. We're going to let some other team give you $50 million. We're going to roll with Drew Locke this year and give $50 million to a tight end or a D end. They'd be so much better. And they didn't do it. They will next year, though. 
Yeah, I mean, I don't think Drew Locke is that great, but I think I would much rather pay some, or not even pay, but just get someone like Drew Locke, mm-hmm. pay other people around him, and roll the dice mm-hmm. and take my chances and, and continue to keep looking for that quarterback than to pay a Geno Smith or to pay a Daniel Jones with the Giants. Uh, I like you yeah. know. Everyone knew Daniel Jones wasn't worth that money. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. And they found out the hard way immediately. Everyone knew Geno Smith wasn't worth that money. The, Drew Locks are a dime a dozen. You could have three Drew Locks on your team and pay them less than $10 million. Why would you not do that? I just think, unless you have Lamar Jackson, Patrick Mahomes, Justin Herbert, Joe Burrow, one of those legit Josh Allen, five guys, man, you should not be spending money on quarterbacks. (laughs) You should not be spending money on quarterbacks. The best you'll be is Minnesota. I think there are teams, and I think the 49ers are one of them and fell into this trap after 2017 with Jimmy Garoppolo, where you have been in quarterback purgatory for so long that anytime you get a guy that shows any sort of semblance of anything, you're like, we can't lose this guy. I can't go back to the one that was. And so you end up paying guys that don't deserve it. Right. Cause you feel like you've reached this new level as a franchise. We are at this level of quarterback play. We're not going back. Like, man, right. Stop. It's like they just got stop looking for validation, quarterback validation. Brother Bob says, Iglet, what positions do the Ravens have edge or push? Hmm. I mean, on defense, they have these linebackers in the safety that really makes them match up with the Niners offense. They have, they have Marlon Humphrey. They could put him on Debo or Ayuk. If they want to shut down Ayuk, they could kind of do that. Um, and then on offense, it's all about Lamar. The Niners, like Nick Bosa, Nick Bosa is undisciplined. Sometimes he gets it. He made a big deal about sacrificing his stats against the Eagles. I mean, he really talked about it. But then the next week against Kyler, he went right back to how he always plays and let Kyler. He's the one that opens up the the, the scramble lanes. And I want to see how he does against Lamar. We'll see. Nick, I'm, cal- I'm calling you out, Nick. Lamar is a hell of a lot faster than Jalen Hurts, too. He might not be faster than Kyler Murray because Kyler Murray is still... Even now, coming back off that ACL, he still looks like friggin' lightning fast. You know those videos of, like, Babe Ruth and, like, the old baseball players uh, Mm -hmm. running around on home runs, but it's kind of sped up, and they're like... That's what (laughs) Kyler Murray looks like. Right. With the little quick steps. Yeah, he has those little tiny little steps like Darren Sproles back in the day. Uh, Frank Tom Ocean says, Grant, do a Darnold impression, please. Okay, he has this startled. He has this like I'm not very good at. It. I haven't done it in a while, but he has this startled expression when he's at the podium, which hasn't been in a while. Where he's kind of like, 
Like he's just like someone farted, but he doesn't know who it was. You know what I mean? He's like, Darnold. Yeah, I mean, uh, I don't know. He has that smell the fart face. Maybe he smell the fart acting. You know what I'm talking about. Maybe, or maybe he just farts a lot. Who knows? Maybe he farts a lot. Bob says, you're right, Stats. Here's a take. Levin is 100% better than Stats. Well, you're on the minority on that one, brother. But look, he's all mad at me because I disagree with his MVP Super Bowl take. Sorry. Like, that's, that's how I feel about it. A lot of people. I think- mean, I agree with them, too. It's just that we can't talk about that yet. I wish we could. Mike Baker says, I acquired a sports almanac from the future. The 49ers oh. Super Bowl. Did you bet on it? Or there bet it is. Now, right? There it is. There you have it. It's so, I, I was saying this earlier this week, you know, the Niners have been talking about this number one seed forever since the beginning of the season. And then they were like, wait, we got to shut up about this number one seed and focus on actually winning games. And now I feel like they could see it, right? They see the light at the end of the tunnel. It's right there. It's okay to talk about it now and focus on it now because they're three weeks away from it. And so I think, I think they're going to go into overdrive this week and lock it down. Uh, I expect Hargrave and Armstead to play on Monday. I think I think Kyle's throwing him into the pool, and I think it's going to be we just want to lock this thing down as soon as possible. And I think a, a lot of players on the Niners realize that this is their best opportunity to win a Super Bowl. Like, yeah, Brock Purdy's young, and they could have a Super Bowl window for a while while he's there, but this is a, an old team. And for Armstead, Hargrave, Kittle, Traverius Ward, a lot of guys, they may see like, this is this is it. And I feel like you're seeing a lot of players play their best right now. Like, who the hell is Traverius Ward? All of a sudden, what? Where was this, man? Like, I know he's good, and it must be tough to have this kind of motivation when you get paid like that every week, but now it's time. And he's, like, digging deep and playing better than I've seen a cornerback play on the Niners in, in, since I was, like, seven years old, man. Yeah. Playing really well. Since Dion, he's the best corner the Niners have had since Dion Sanders, and it's really not all that close. It was just like two months ago we were like, "Man, would you actually make a play on the ball? What are you doing, Javarius?" Now it's like, "Oh, pardon, yeah, gotcha. You're the best." King Geo says, "You said brother Bob has bad takes, then said Kyler is faster than Lamar. I agree that Lamar isn't what you're making it out to be. I think Kyler Murray might be faster than Lamar Jackson. I don't know what they're forty. I don't know about faster, but those first few steps, Kyler's just." I don't know. He's just instantly at top speed because his, his legs are this long. According to the o, a report by the Oklahoman, Kyler Murray reportedly ran a hand-timed 4-3-8 40-yard dash. That would not surprise me. And Lamar Jackson's 40-yard dash was 4-3-4. So technically, Lamar is faster than Kyler Murray, although I think there's, they're so close that you could say it's a wash, but they're, they're both ridiculous. Good but, knowledge. Good to know. Yeah. Kyler Murray, don't forget, drafted in the first round in football and baseball. That's insane. Yeah. Good of an athlete you have to be. Top for- 10. Yeah, right. In both sports. Who else did that? So, anyway. Where was Bo Jackson drafted uh, in baseball? Like, uh, Let me look it up. I don't know off the top of my head. I mean, those are like the two, the only two players to be like crossover successful. Well. Right. actually played baseball. But. And supposedly Bo was freakishly, uh, ran the fastest 40-yard dash time ever, right? Isn't that what people used to say? Like 4-1, something like that? Yeah. He was first in the, Bo Jackson was drafted first overall in the 86 NFL draft, but refused to play. Yeah, but he refused to play. Because yeah. the Bucks were trash. Uh, I don't know when he was actually drafted, where he was actually drafted. Yeah, I don't know. The baseball. I'd like to know. 105th overall, I think. 4-1-3 electric time. Yeah, dude. <laughs> 
four one guy was, was not his- human, man. Bo Jackson, yeah. and that's why when people talk about like greatest running backs of all time, people don't talk about Bo Jackson because he didn't play that long, but just best athletes at their peak. There's no one like what Bo. There needs to be more like thirty for thirties on the Bo Jackson experience because wow, what an amazing story that dude was. Six one two thirty. By the way, this isn't like a five ten guy. Like he was <laughs> nah. Nah, the most physically gifted running back ever. Maybe the be- the most physically gifted athlete ever, Bo Jackson. Did you see the clip of him? He was on a baseball field somewhere, I forget. And he was talking to one of the player's kids. And he was like, do you know who I am? And the kid's like, no, because, of course, Bo Jackson, you know, retired a million years before the kid was even born. And he's explaining to the kid, he's like, yep, you know, I played for the Raiders. And I played for the Royals. At the same time, and the kid's like, wait, at the same time? And he's like, yeah, at the same time. <laughs> it's just ridiculous, ridiculous athlete. Bo Jackson was drafted in the fourth round by the Royals. So I, I don't know another player like Kyler who was the first pick in, in NFL and a top. He was a top 10 pick in, the, in baseball, was he not? Ace uh, took him top 10. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he Oakland was. A's draft Kyler Murray. The only player I remember that was ever drafted in the first round of multiple sports was actually Scott Burrell. Ninth. Playing in the NBA. Yeah. From Hamden, by the way, my town that I live in. So shout out Scott Burrell. But he wasn't drafted as uh, as highly as Kyler was in both. Uh, Mm. Christian Ayala says, I don't know why, but Ronnie Bell playing punt returner. Yeah, I'm all set with Ronnie Bell, punt returner, Grant. We need some quality there. Ask Kyle if he's thinking about Ronnie Bell is I think he's going to be a really good wide receiver. He's a good route runner. He makes good catches. I mean, he makes difficult catches away from his frame. He needs to stop. I mean, Ayuk wasn't a good punt returner either. I thought he would be. He was good in college. Maybe Bell was in college, but those guys both need to stop. Or just don't put anybody back there for punt returns. Don't put anybody back and then they can't fumble, Kyle. Just go for the block every time. (laughs) That's a good point. It juices the backup is the other punt returner. And I say that. In seriousness, apparently he practices all year long and he's he's not that bad at it, but I, I just it's I get nervous. How about Brock Purdy? <laughs> Shut up. How about McCaffrey? Chris Waddell says, You guys see Charvarius Ward has been targeted the second most in the league. Surprised me with our corner turmoil this year. He was getting picked on early in the year, no he doubt was about it. Picked on. Yeah. He was playing soft zone coverage. He was getting picked on. Teams came into games wanting to go after him. I mean, you remember the do you remember how bad he was against the Vikings? He had a pick early on, but he essentially almost got Steve Wilkes fired. He he let that pass bounce off his chest. It went for a touchdown. Steve Wilkes had to answer for it for weeks when really Steve was probably being like, Traverius, you bum. <laughs> That's the ball. Ever since then, he has. So I don't know. Yeah, it's great. Keep it up, man. I love having a guy that could shadow the other team's number one. That's a huge, huge asset for the 49ers. All right, that's going to do it. Ask him to do that. He like raised his game. They, they like challenge him. Man, we we signed you to be the best and to cover the best. Are you ready to do that? Or do you want us to play soft zone coverage the rest of the season? He was like, let's go. I appreciate it. I respect that. It's free challenge agent here too. So it's got there you go. one more time. All right, that's going to do it for this edition of the show. Thank you for watching. Please rate, review, and follow the Gold Standard Podcast Network. Like and subscribe to both YouTube channels. Gold Standard Network YouTube channel and Grant Cohen's YouTube channel. Please and Thank you, Grant. What do you got going on the rest of the day? I know you mentioned it before. Yeah, the Niners are off today because they play on Monday. So I'll be streaming with Larry at one and Jesse at six. So uh, a trifecta today. Damn. So there you go. Check that out on Grant Cohen's YouTube channel. 
Thanks, everybody, for watching. We appreciate you, and we'll talk to you soon.